miserable little bag of puke. Nag, 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 nag. But unlike some people, I have a heart, goddammit. You're listening to the dirtiest motherfucker in Texas. Let me clear my throat! On Fat Guy Loves Cake. Hey guys, and welcome to another edition of Fat Guy Loves Cake, the funniest podcast on the internet and your personal favorite podcast to listen to every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If you are new to the show, I'm Joey. I do this podcast just strictly to entertain, and I have no idea what I'm going to talk about, but I guarantee you I am trying to make you laugh, and that's all I want to do. So I'm happy to have you here if you're new. I know there are new people listening because my subscribers have like gone through the roof on all platforms, and believe it or not, Fat Guy Loves Cake is getting paid. That's right. I'm getting paid to do this now. Now, I'm not going to tell you how much. That's not important. But I will say this. It does include one number. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. My demographic spiking in the 30 to 59-year-old split between the men and the women. I'm getting no youth whatsoever. I'm okay with that. I don't sound like a uh, stupid techno machine that's just pumping out asinine rhythms and lyrics and, you know, using auto-tune on my voice. Oh, by the way, I got auto-tune for funsies. If you don't know what auto-tune is, it's a little program that helps you cheat. It was originally intended when Antares made it. It was so that you could fix mistakes. And it's pretty cool. You can go in and you can you can see where you're off. You can grab it. You can move it up a little bit so it's where it's supposed to be or move it down, match the pitch. And then it became really popular because like T-Pain and, and all these other rappers tweaked it so that it has this effect. So I thought it'd be fun for me to try that. So here's a little sample of me singing Do You Believe in Life After Love by Cher with autotune. I need time to move on. I need love to feel strong. Cause I've had time to think it through And maybe I'm too good for you Oh, How funny is that? Yeah, I'm glad I didn't pay for that Because that's like the only thing I'm going to do with it And probably the only time that I am going to use it So there you go, yeah, getting paid by Spotify Man, I mean, I didn't think that uh, I was doing that well But I guess I'm doing well enough for them to play ads during my shows And for me to be compensated for it So very cool, very cool So was anybody watching the Olympics? Last night this thing happened that No, I'm just kidding, I don't want watch the Olympics And I really doubt you are either So a funny yet tragic story I read the other day About a man who was arrested He had actually just gone into the police station on his own he, he wasn't, like, arrested and taken in. He, he went in there. I don't know. Well, I guess he was just out of his mind. I don't know what he was doing, what he was in there for. But the cops kept trying to talk him down. And there's this video of it. He's in, I guess what you would call the waiting room of the jail. And he's just, he's acting like he's on bath salts. And he, the cops are trying to talk him down. It's like, hey, come on, man. They're, they're not being, like, you know, standoffish with him. They're not even being, you know, abusive or anything. And for what he's doing, because he's, he's trying to open doors and go into the back of the police station. And they're still really being pretty cool about the whole thing. He starts getting combative, getting violent. He takes a fucking jug of hand sanitizer and he pours it over his head. And he covers his entire body in hand sanitizer. Then he gets more combative and violent and so he gets tased 
And when he gets tased, he fucking catches on fire. And eventually, a couple days later, succumb to the injuries from that. But I was like, what the fuck? I've never heard of anything so crazy. And it's like, that got me to thinking about, you know, like, you don't, you don't want to be remembered like that, right? You know, when you're dead and gone, and I know it's a, it's a touchy subject, and it's one that I never really like to talk about, but I'm going to try and put some humor into it because it is inevitable. But you, when I go, when that day comes long from now, I want to be remembered as the guy that made you laugh, and you can look back on and listen to shit that I used to do, and you can go, man, Joe was such a crack up. He was so fun to, you know, he was always trying to make people smile, and, you know, you know, sometimes he could be an asshole, but that's, you know, so can everybody. That's about the extent I want to be remembered by. You don't want to be remembered as the guy who covered himself in hand sanitizer and then got lit up like a shish kebab. Granted, he wasn't anyone famous, so it'll be like a story that just, you know, dissolves in time. But think about this. Elvis Presley died like 50 years ago, and he died on the toilet. And everyone knows that, and no one's ever forgotten that that happened to him. It is like the one thing, like, he keeps... He made all these movies. He made like a hundred movies. He made like a hundred albums. He was beloved. People are still so obsessed with him to this day that they believe that he is alive, that they have Elvis sightings like fucking Bigfoot and Sasquatch. People really, it's not a joke. There are lots of people that believe Elvis is still alive, but he will always be remembered for being fat and dying on the crapper. You just, you can't, you, you can't, he, he will never be able to escape that. A thousand years from now, they'll be teaching, like Elvis Presley, well, not teaching, but like in music classes, they'll talk about Elvis, and then kids will go, oh, the fat guy that died on the toilet, they don't remember him for Hound Dog or Jailhouse Blues or any of that good shit. Same thing happened to the uh, Kung Fu guy, David Carradine. Guy dies whacking off and hanging himself, right? You know, doing that auto asphyxiation, you know, where you, I, I mean, I don't personally know, but I've read some stuff, and apparently I'm like stuttering, like, sure you don't know anything. No, but really, supposedly cutting off your oxygen will give you a greater orgasm. I don't know if that's true. I've never tried it. I don't want it tried. You know, really, I'm uh, I'm good. I only need like 10 seconds. I, I don't need a whole lot of uh, action. I don't need a whole lot of preparation and, and build up. I just need 10 seconds of your time. I'll wear a condom, but I'm going to get ribbed and I'm going to turn it inside out for my pleasure. But this guy, <laughs> David Carradine, he ties because he's got a noose around his neck and he's whacking off. And that's how they find him. And he did like this this epic show that everyone loved called Kung Fu. You know, where he was this kung fu master. It's a fucking cult classic. But all anyone's going to remember him for is, yes, finding him strangled in a closet with his dick in his hand. And that's so fucking tragic. I have this huge fear that I will die with my... (laughs) That I will die naked or in the midst of pleasuring myself. I I mean, it's like a legit fear to have, right? Because, you know, whoever... I mean, I'm not famous enough to where that is actually going to be a problem. But what if I was? Now, if I were to somehow, say, become like this famous podcaster and then all of a sudden people knew who I was and I was like the next Joe Rogan. But if I were a famous podcaster or a famous anything and I knew that I was going to hang myself and whack it, I would call my closest friend, which would be Aaron, and it would be a very interesting conversation to say the least, but I would say, Aaron, here's the deal. 
I'm going to do something, and I need you to call me in an hour. If I don't answer the phone, I need you to get in your truck, drive to my house, break in, and forget anything you saw, clean up the house, put me in a very... <laughs> put me in a very innocent looking position. No, I don't want to use the word position because then he'll put me in a position. No, I put me, lay me down. No, damn it. Okay. Take my lifeless body and put it on the bed, cross my arms across my chest, and put a blanket over me. And then call the cops. Oh, and delete my browser history. I don't want to be like I I would oh my god, and on the toilet. Like if I ever found one of my friends dead on the toilet, I'm not gonna tell anyone. They'll be like, what happened? I'll be like, I, I came in, he was, uh, yeah, he was gone. Where'd you find him? Ah, bedroom, peaceful, went in his sleep, just the way he always wanted to. Meanwhile, I'll be haunted by the nightmares I'll have because I had to drive over to Aaron's house and I had to put pants on him and his penis was erect the entire time, even though he was dead. So you gotta have a backup. You gotta have a, you gotta have a contingency plan if you're gonna do dirty shit. Could you imagine if you were into, like, bondage? You know, and you and your wife or girlfriend or boyfriend, partner, whatever, and you're both like leathered up, right? Just super leathered up and you're both ball gagged in the mouth and then something goes wrong, something goes terribly fucking wrong and both of you get hung upside down and you die. And then not only, not only do they find you like that, but it could be like a really long time. I mean, if no one else lives in your house, you got to have a backup plan. You know, Aaron, listen, dude. Me and the girlfriend, we're going to do some really gnarly, nasty, funky-ass shit in the bedroom, okay? I need you to call me in a couple of hours and see if I answer. If I don't, try again in the morning, and then if I still don't answer, come to my house and just keep calling the entire time you're driving in case I pick up. You have my permission to break the door down, and if you tell anyone about this, I will fucking haunt you, even though what you're going to see is going to haunt you anyway. <laughs> it's just, you know, they have these Darwin Awards. If you've never heard of them, you can look them up. Darwin Awards, it's like these awards they give to people because they died in such a stupid way. And they are, I mean, you read them and you think, you can't make this shit up. I mean, you would think, because they're so outrageous. Like, wow, that's so crazy that it has to be real. I read about these two guys that went to a Guns N' Roses concert. This was back when Guns N' Roses was touring with Metallica. I went to this concert, 1992, at the Astrodome in Houston. Rock on. And it was not, this this story that I'm going to tell did not happen at the Astrodome, but it happened on that tour. And these two guys were trying to sneak in to the concert. So they backed their pickup truck up to a chain link fence. And the first guy, he... He jumped the fence and he fell down like the steep incline and he got impaled by a, a tree branch, rectally impaled by a tree branch. And he's calling out to his friend and he's saying, bro, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what he said, bro, I got a branch up my ass and you fix it, you do something. And the guy gets in his truck I guess to go and get help or whatever, but he accidentally, because they were fucked up, they were drunk and stoned. Remember that, kids? He puts it in reverse instead of drive, guns it, backs the truck up through the chain link fence onto the already rectally impaled friend of his and crushes him. That is not how you want to be remembered. 
So think before you do dumb shit, folks. But yeah, it's called the Darwin Awards. Have you seen all these things on Facebook? I see a lot of girls doing it, but I guess everyone's doing it, but I mostly see women doing it. And it's like, uh, what famous cartoon would Sarah be? Or what famous celebrity would Jessica be or was in a former life? And it's like always some really popular, like hot character, you know? Like, Sarah would be Snow White in real life. No, Sarah would be fucking Grimace from McDonald's. What celebrity would Amber be? Uh, Amber would be Honey Boo Boo's mama. Whatever the fuck our name is on TLC. TLC used to be the learning channel. Did you know that? I don't know if, in, if anyone really remembers that, but TLC stands for the learning channel. It had, honest to God, educational programming. Now it's like, this is how I see them making shows. Like when the producers get together and they're like, we need a new show. We need a new hit show for TLC. And they have like this custom deck of cards made, right? You know, like playing cards, except instead of numbers and diamonds and spades and shit on it, it has fat people and uh, midgets and white trash. And then they shuffle the deck and they draw five cards and then they make a show. And it works. It works. I, you know, some of my most intelligent friends have admitted to me that they watch this garbage. I mean, I know everybody has their dirty little secret, you know, but come on, man. Like, my 1,200-pound life. <laughs> my 1,200-pound life, spoiler alert, do gon' die soon. Probably won't be a second season. I don't know how people get into that crap, man, or the Kardashians or any of that shit. I've, I can honestly say I've never, ever, ever seen an episode of the Kardashians. I couldn't even tell you what their family means to anything, to anyone, period, in the universe at all. I don't know how they got famous. I don't know what the connection is. I mean, were they just rich? Something with OJ, right? You know, you remember OJ? I mean, right? There's a connection there, I guess. All I see is some plastic white women with big asses that apparently even Pete, whatever his name, can get ass from. Well, that Kim Kardashian, man. How do you go from, what's his name, Pete Davidson? How do you go from Kanye West to Pete Davidson? Actually, here's an even better question. How do you fuck Kanye West and Pete Davidson? Like, how do you live with yourself? Like, is one day Kim Kardashian is going to have to face the fact that she actually had sex with those two people. And I wonder, does Pete think about Kanye? Is he like, am I as good? Am I as annoying? Am I less annoying? Am I more annoying? Oh man, I'd pay any amount of money in the world for a reality show where you took Kanye West and Pete Davidson and you locked them in a fucking cube, like the size of a jail cell, of a prison cell, you know, a six by six by ten cube, no windows. And you, you, you just put them in there, and there'd be a little slot to feed them. Maybe you let them out once a day to shit. Put Kanye and Pete in this box for, like, a month. Let's see what they talk about. Like, how long until one of them seriously murders the other? You can, like, egg them on. Kanye, talk about how awesome you are. Hey, Kanye, talk about your albums. Kanye, talk about how you're the greatest thing that ever happened to music and rap history and blah, blah, blah. Tell Pete about it. Tell Pete that you used to give Kim a bigger dong. <laughs> he'd, like, he'd be like, yeah, well, that's, it's true, Pete. I am the greatest thing that ever happened to, to rap. And uh, I don't even know what Kanye sounds like because I'm going to end up sounding like fucking Muhammad Ali. Like, I am the greatest thing that ever happened to the world of rapping. 
<laughs> rap like a butterfly. I got nothing. I'm going to quit that. Stop making stupid people famous. I had another thought. I did a previous episode where I talked about how I think that British people are faking their accents because, you know, they obviously are. It's a big joke they're playing on America and the rest of the world because nobody talks like that, especially not if they invented the language. We've been through this. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back to the episodes and look for uh, look for an episode that says the British are faking it. Something like that. I do, I do a whole thing about how I don't believe that those accents are real. But I also got to thinking about, I think that some gay people, some gay men, might be faking their accents or their personality, whatever you want to call it. I mean, hear me out. At some point in your life, every single person in America has met one of these flamboyantly flaming light in the loafers, floats into the room, faints <laughs> like gay men because they exist. I grew up in Houston, all right? Montrose is full of them. They exist. But come on, man. I've also met most of the gay men I meet. You'd never know. I mean, somehow people are always like, oh, I could tell. I could spot a gay. Well, I can't. Not unless they're like really wanting me to know. And that's my point. That's what I'm getting at. But like, I, like most of the gay men I know, they seem like just dudes. You know, just like any gay person. I mean, there doesn't have to be like the stereotypical, like there's not some gene, like the lisp gene, right? I mean, there isn't, is there? There can't be. And if you don't grow up around other flamboyantly gay people, how do you become like that? I think that some people are faking that shit. There's got to be a gay man out there. And he's like, oh, oh, goodness gracious me. You know, all day long with the drama, like, OMG, girlfriend, you look Fabulous. And then he goes home and he like unzips his pants and he lets his gut out and he spreads his legs and he puts on Sports Center and he's like, God damn, it feels good to stop talking like that. Oof. Cracks open a beer on the table. Look, 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 look. I don't know how much longer I can keep this shit up. I like being popular, but at what cost to my own pride? Accidentally answers the phone in the middle of the night, you know, forgets he's gay. <laughs> uh, hello? Uh, yeah, is Jeff there? Oh, hey, th this is Jeff. Hey, sorry, I had something stuck in my throat. Uh, you're terrible. No, not that. I'm just, just throwing a theory out there. It's possible. It is possible. People love to pretend. I do. I pretend them things all the time. It's fun. <laughs> I'm not going to say what because I don't want to be prosecuted for anything. You imagine if you were friends with somebody that was just flamboyantly gay like that, a man, and then like, no, I can't. The scenarios that are running through my head are just too much. They're going to be filthy. And I'm trying to reach a larger target audience, you know. I don't want to, I don't want to, <laughs> I can't, I can't believe I don't have like any listeners below the age of 25. I guess that's okay because I am a foul mouthed little SOB. And uh, yeah. So are you guys doing your push-ups? Your February push-ups? I have done every other day. That's something. I've managed to get my fat body up and down on the floor 10 times. Well, 40, collectively, 40 times up, down. I get dizzy. I feel like I'm going to pass out. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, faithful listeners. I have been eating so much ice cream, like so much ice cream. And I am, I think I finally plateaued. I don't think I can get any fatter. So I could still continue to eat the way I want. See, when I was 220 pounds, 
and I ate like crazy at that time in my life, I guess my metabolism was still like in good shape and I could eat and no matter what I ate, I never could break 220. I was even trying to. And then when I broke 250, I was like, holy shit. And I was scared it wasn't going to stop, but it finally stopped at 270. I have hit 270. I've plateaued. I think I've made my point. And that point is I am a disgusting fat body with no self-control. No, but I really got to get it together. And I'm going to. I'm gonna, and so are you. Everybody wants to lose some LBs. It's not hard. Jesus, I quit drinking alcohol after 30 years. Well, not 30, but I mean after a long time of being a heavy, heavy alcoholic to the point to where every time I quit drinking, like I had seizures and I was hospitalized and I was intubated several times. Alcohol should have won. And I finally, I am one year and three and a half months sober. Not a fucking drop of alcohol. And that is the most horrible experience I've ever felt in my life. I can't even put into words. Just It's just like the withdrawal. It, it, you just think it's never going to end. And it makes every second of every day feel like forever. And if I can do that, if I can quit drinking alcohol, I can give up the fucking ho-hos and the goddamn ding-dongs and the Twinkies and the Neapolitan ice cream and every other stupid thing that I keep shoveling down my fat throat. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I want to remind everybody that I still want to do a calendar for next year. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I have got it in my head that it would be really cool to do a nerdy, um medieval like renaissance fair-esque calendar with normal looking people not models in fact the nerdier the better the less attractive the better i'm not trying to make fun of anyone i want it to look really geeky i want to put out a fat guy loves cake presents bleh. i don't know i don't have a name for it but it's going to be a renaissance fair calendar and I, I, I'm going to take 12 submissions. I'm going to pay for it myself. I'm going to try. I'm actually going to put a Kickstarter up on this. And I'm going to see if anybody will throw money at it. Then I could like legit make this and sell them. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to sell them just to make my money back. So it's not going to be like a high markup or anything. Like, uh, oh, I got it. I know. Fat Guy Loves Cake presents hot costs. You know, like cosplay. H-O-T, a little diamond in the middle. C-O-S. Fat Guy Loves Cake presents hot costs. The hottest winches and knights from ye old pube days. Fucking Renaissance Fair. You know, I have forgotten. I have like a million stories about the Renaissance Fair. I could devote an hour easily without even thinking to the Renaissance Fair that I used to go to. And anyone who's uh, from Texas that's listening, I don't know how many of them there are in Texas per se, but I'm pretty sure the one I went to was the only one in Texas, I think. It was like out in Magnolia. Way the fuck out in the middle of nowhere. You want to talk about some shit that goes down that is against the law. Stick around there after closing time. That is, whew. That place becomes Sodom and Gomorrah. Real quick. Lots of drugs. Lots of sex. Lots of nasty shit going on in chainmail. <laughs> Winches being beaten with those big rug beaters. No, I'm just kidding. But I mean, no, I'm not. But I never partook in the <laughs> the heathen world that is 
Renaissance Fair after hours. No, I, I just, I'm easy. I went for beer and turkey legs. And uh, to look at chainmail boobs. That's about it. Like, every woman there is packing, you know? You put a corset on any woman, it, like, makes them, like, a thousand times more attractive to men. Nobody's looking at... You, you do this. next. If you ever go to the Renaissance Fair again, do this. Like, try and remember this. When you're walking and you're passing people that are coming toward you, okay, watch the men's eyes. Like, get behind a chick with really big knockers who's got them just smushed up, okay? Like, just... Follow her, like, like, 10 feet behind her. Just casually stroll behind her and watch the men who are coming the other way. And it is fucking hilarious. All eyes on the boobies. And they're, like, they're not even subtle about it. Like, a smart man who's there with his girlfriend or his wife will do the whole, like, look and see if she's looking and look out of the corner of my eye, catch a good glimpse, store it in the spank bank, okay, we're good. No, these men break their necks to stare at the gigantic renaissance boobs that thou hast pushed up in thou stingy with lots of string and tightness around thou fat body <laughs> and thou giving men epic... Jousting sticks. Oh, the kettle corn's pretty badass, too. Okay, so it's Wednesday, and we're halfway through the week. Kick ass. It's not so cold anymore. You guys have a wonderful week. I am going to wrap this up. I'm going to send you off with a special treat. I took my MIDI, and I made Grooves in the Heart by D-Light, and I'm going to try and sing it and sing it out here. Okay. I'm, I'm going to do a mashup. I think I'm going to do, like, a, um, a, a death metal version of it. Fat Guy Loves Cake at Yahoo.com. If you want to get a hold of me, if you want to hear me talk about anything at all, I will spend an entire episode, if someone wants to throw some ideas my way, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, bright and oily, get up, listen to me on the way to work, listen to me at the gym, listen to me when you get home, I don't care, thank you for the support, thank you for making my bank account a little bit bigger, and I do mean little bit. I'll see you guys on Friday. Ha 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 ha!